we're back. Wait, How's everybody what? doing? Hello. Hey, hey. <laughs> we're doing all right. Uh, that's good. That's good. It's been uh, it's been a while. We're on episode nineteen, uh, but I feel like I, I haven't seen you guys in forever. Yeah, it feels like that. Yeah, it has been forever. Uh, everyone looks uh, looks pretty much the same as when we left. Uh, I gave myself a haircut, and uh, uh, it looks great, Jerry. You looked very happy too. That was the important part. Oh, there was a lot of hair. I mean, I don't have a lot up front, uh, but the the stuff in the back it was yeah. I mean, a little unmanageable. So I didn't want to like suddenly wake up and have a mullet one day. That was my fear. <laughs> And, uh, that's what uh, it felt like. Nothing against our mullet viewers. No offense. If you can pull off a mullet, I have mad <laughs> respect for you, and uh, you should keep on doing it. Um, Always up for the party in the back. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think uh, quarantine 15 has uh, turned into quarantine 20, so I've got to figure that out. Because of this oh, week. yeah. I'm not a good scene. Yeah. I find myself just eating Doritos all day long. Like... You know, wake up in the morning. What's what's good for breakfast? Well, Doritos, of course. Yeah. Okay. Full of potassium. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're full of lots of good stuff. But uh, Jeez. worried about my potassium level. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to uh, avoid the uh, pandemic uh, 15, um, and uh, yeah. oh, I got you covered, Jerry. I I got <laughs> yours. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think I lost like two pounds just from the haircut alone. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, uh, welcome back, everyone. We did have a little bit of a break, a recording break. And uh, um, so it is good to see all of you. Uh, We are here to play this uh, wonderful game. And uh, I'm so happy because this is uh, really my only chance to interact with people outside of work (laughs) is to uh, play uh, with all of you and, um, everyone out there who's listening, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're hanging in there and thank you all, uh, for listening, for supporting us, for offering feedback on Facebook and elsewhere. And, uh, especially our Patreon patrons. Uh, thank you so much. We gathered a a couple of new patrons over, over our little break, which was, uh, is always a huge boost. And uh, thank you all for taking the extra step to uh, make sure that we can carry on with this adventure. And I guess we'll roll right into recap time. And that means, Alar, I'm looking at you. Okay. I don't have my Alar voice up ready, so we'll see how this goes. Oh. Oh. After battling will-o'-wisps in the graveyard, Alar and the Kiwis tracked down the nefarious spy in High Cobble. The spy had been signaling the Dreadgate. But no, she was merely a sweet grandmother tricked by her undeserving grandson Joffrey. They made her a cup of tea and got her to bed as they looked for more clues for the ungrateful agent of the Baron. Would they find him? Find out on Dungeon Patrol. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I still love your spin on everything. Uh, <laughs> makes it all worthwhile. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you could remember that after a couple of week layoff here with, uh, yeah, good, good. Oh, notes, Jerry. It's called yeah. notes. 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 Wait, at least somebody's taking them. Yeah, I was, this- uh, scrambling last night to try to refresh. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Leah, literally all I wrote from last session was chest of clothes and bone tube. (laughs) (laughs) Bone tube could really mean anything. I mean, nowadays. Uh, Well, good job, uh, Alar, with the recap. And uh, unless there's anything else, we'll rejoin the game here. All right, let's go. Awesome. Uh, Madam Tuvari wakes up the next morning, offers to make you some breakfast, and, uh, um, you know, she doesn't have a lot in the cupboard, but uh, she manages to pull together some some porridge and uh, makes another pot of tea. Uh, and, you know, you guys uh, can do what you want to do. Ask her I questions. I will ask her for stories about her surely fascinating life. <laughs> Uh, I can always. And I will listen earnestly. Awesome. I I can always contribute some of our food too. I I just keep picking food up and yeah, uh, carrying it along for the ride. Um, she doesn't want your pocket cheese, Craigar. <laughs> Everybody wants Craigar's pocket cheese. All covered in hair. It's <laughs> delicious. Uh, so she. Uh, she once again, you know, after the small talk, the pleasantries, she's, you know, uh, kind of old fashioned. And so she really wants to give you uh, time to, you know, just talk about other things. And she's smiling along and, you know, you're exchanging stories. Um, but eventually conversation turns to her grandson and she begins to urge you to find Joffrey. And she says, you know, Joffrey's, he's tall, he's slim, with long, wavy blonde hair. He loves to dress in garish colors, a habit he picked up from when he tried to make it as a bard. If he needs proof that you're there to help him, please just tell him that you know how we exchange notes. We used to leave them for each other under, under my crystal ball. Tell him you also know about the secret pockets that Gam Gam sewed into his jackets. I'm the only other person that would know that. So tell him you're there to help him. Please, please find him. Oh, oh. I, uh, our bard. Hmm, tall, blonde. <laughs> yes, we already know there is a resemblance. Yes, we, um, we have every intention of finding Joffrey. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I, I would I would suggest, you know, since he was very important to the Baron carrying these messages all over the city, I I I, I don't know where to start looking for him, but I would I would suggest the flesh market. I've heard some stories recently of them capturing people. Anybody that doesn't fit in, they've been taking and locking them up in the flesh market somewhere. I, I would start my search there if I were you. When was the last time he was here? Uh, let me think. Three, four days. So what makes you think he's missing? That doesn't sound like a long period of time. He had, uh, he stopped by almost every night. He was on his way to and fro, and this was kind of his uh, layover spot. And we are supposed to exchange messages with the Dreadgate every night. So he was here quite regularly. So do you, are you suggesting that you think he was rounded up in the flesh market? 
I've heard that the old town faction has uh, gone a little off the deep end, I guess. They just started rounding people up, people they don't trust, people that look different. Uh, almost everybody has been talking about it, people that have passed by in the last week or so. That's that's all they have to say. You can't go into Old Town anymore without getting accosted by someone, roving gangs of youths, stopping people, robbing them, you know, threatening to have them arrested. It's it's chaos. It's really out of control. Hmm. I, I take a good look at our party and how well we fit in. <laughs> Blend right in. I can't help but stand out. <laughs> uh, this could I was more be worried about the bugbear and the, and the tiefling, but... Uh, <laughs> no, she's talking about me, Cherry. We'll be all right. <clears throat> okay. Let's take our... Let's take our leave now. She... Uh, she encourages you to to hang out. She does not think it would be wise to try to get into Old Town during the day. She thinks that you would probably be best served trying to go in after dark. Well, we were actually headed into the, uh, the temple district. Perhaps we'll run a few errands before we go to Old Town. We have a pressing, a pressing, uh, a couple pressing <laughs> mission. <laughs> a couple things that we have to do. She's like, please, please, no, I, I, I don't want you to get caught up in anything. I might, you know, risk Joffrey getting hurt or uh, please, please just go to Old Town. Find him for me. Bring him back. I've got lots of messages here that he needs to pass on. Oh. Oh. We can certainly take those. Yes. Here, Gam Gam. Give them to me. <laughs> okay. She's like, well, one second. And then she goes over and you can see there, there's a small table in the corner. And she pulls off. There's like a some kind of, um, you know, scarf uh, on the top of it. She pulls it off and there's a crystal ball underneath and she lifts the crystal ball and their stack of, you know, papers under there. She grabs, you know, them starts rifling through them and she's like, here, these, these are the ones that came in since Joffrey's been gone. These are the ones that he'll probably need to deliver to someone. Take them, take them, find Joffrey. Yes, I think we should go and investigate the best ways into Old Town. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. All right. So, what are you guys going to do? We're going to leave Gram Gram's house. Okay. Gam Gam's house, whatever. Gam Gam is uh, very happy. She wants to try to give you some, you know, uh, food yeah, for your trip. I wrote down Gram Gram. It's Gram Gram, Jerry. <laughs> you wrote down Gram Gram? I wrote down, I, I wrote down Gram Gram, too. So. Okay. Boom. <laughs> uh so Graham Graham uh is going to, you know, try to send you with some, you know, you know, grandmotherly fashion, send you with some biscuits for the for the trip. And uh she wants you to give, you know, these were these are Joffrey's favorites, please, when you find him. She gives you a little uh 
a kerchief uh, wrapped around some some biscuits. I'll take um, those. They'll be safe <laughs> with me. Uh, and you guys are leaving Madame Tuvari's. Thank yes. you for your hospitality, Cam Cam. <laughs> we will see you again soon. This was mm. such a delightful evening. I'm very glad I didn't kill you. <laughs> awesome. So, now where? Now we go to the temple district. No, okay. first, we're going to eat Joffrey's biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Just right outside the door. <laughs> mm. These are good. They're so warm He, he doesn't deserve them. <laughs> All right. So, you're going up to the temple district. Yeah. Well, right. We're already... I mean, that was the whole point of going through that long underground right. thing and the will-o'-wisps. And we're, we're, so we're at the cusp of High Cobble right now, right? Yeah, you're kind of at the foot of the hill. The hill goes up um, into the temple area proper where all the main uh, temples are to the uh, gods of Athelus. So that's where you're headed? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you travel up the temple way. Sorry, I have to find this in my notes here. Um, let's see. You are on your way up the road, up the hill, and you get uh, closer to... God, I can't find it in my notes. I'm just like trying to go from memory here. I, I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, Oh, uh, you guys, uh, I was expecting you to go into Old Town first. <laughs> That's um, what you guys were expecting. There's a, there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a rat tail starting to grow out of... Out, out of what? Uh, the bugbear. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I, I've got four days left. Four days. He's got to act soon. Uh, okay. Here we go. I found it. I, I just have too many notes. You guys know how I am with uh, writing stuff for this. Uh, you leave Madame Tuvari's and head up the broad temple way. Very few people occupy this portion of the city, which was home to a multitude of temples, shrines, and monasteries replete with priceless relics and piles of donated treasure. Having fled the city with their hordes and disciples, few have reason to visit this all but abandoned portion of High Cobble. The few people you do see all seem to be headed toward a massive temple at the far end of the Rotunda Park. Here, enormous gardens, statues, and fountains intermingle with gigantic marble and granite edifices dedicated to the major gods of Athelus, but one towers above the rest, with enormous jagged spires and fanciful stonework that dwarfs everything around it. Through sheer size or some other more mystical reason, it seems to pull the city's remaining faithful like iron shavings to lodestone. That's where you're at. It's the Temple of Nurum, isn't it? (laughs) Does my knowledge of the the city tell me what temple this is? Uh, I'll have you roll for that. Uh, If you want to roll like a history check. Ah, let's see. Let's see what you know. So, suppose Craigar can do the same if you wanted to. I've got nothing to offer. You have nothing <laughs> to offer. Oh, I, I have a two. Oh, I have a fourteen. Fourteen. 
Um, you believe that uh, the the large temple that everyone seems to be going to is actually one of the more recently built structures. Uh, it is the Temple of Eldzik. Oh my! Oh. So I I tell them, you know, I didn't get over to this part of the city very often, but I think that this is the new Temple of Eldzik. Okay. So you guys got that information from her. As you get closer, you see the broken remnants of an enormous statue that has been toppled outside the temple's main entrance. You recognize the face on the statue immediately, a likeness you have seen thousands of times before. King Eldzik. This is his temple, built to declare to the world that he was not only a ruler on earth, but also in the heavens. Well, and we don't really have any business with that temple. We need just some place to find a healer, right? Somebody can remove a curse. Yes, but if this is where the people are, then I don't know if there's going to be... It sounds like most of these people fled, so we've got to find somebody. And if they've toppled the statue, maybe it's been taken over? Okay. I mean, but are we passing by? I mean, there's lots of temples here, right? There are lots of temples. Um, and we can and say they that all you... just look abandoned? Yeah, they, they pretty much do look abandoned. Um, Popular few... is usually a good sign. The few people you do see all seem to be hobbling their way towards this one uh, very large temple. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm just thinking, you know, as we're going, you know, just walk up to the temples and like, hello. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. That's that's where the big crowds are. Don't railroad me. I was trying not to say the R word. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was just trying to understand the situation. I mean, if that's where they're, you know, what happened to all the priests of everybody, all the other temples? They fled the city. Yeah, I said that. Yes. No, you said people, not, not, I didn't know the priests all fled. But their followers. Yeah. Followers, yeah. No, no. They they took their treasure and their disciples and fled the city. You've got to listen, guys. Come on. There's nuance here. It's called storytelling. Thank you, Tris. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You Just give her inspiration. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's what she's looking for. Just pure flattery for me. That's the only way people are going to get inspiration. Okay. Make Jerry feel good about himself. I want to mention again how well your hair looks. <laughs> Inspiration for you as well, Broco. Well, uh, well, perhaps at least stay off to the side, out of the crowds. I'll just pull up your fancy new cloak and. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. a fancy new cloak. Uh, okay, so you're going to go up to the entrance, take it. Sure. I mean, is there a side entrance? Is there? I mean, is there another less conspicuous way to approach and enter? Uh, there probably is. I mean, it's a huge place. Um, you would have to wander around for a while um, since it is enormous. But uh, you know, 
you're, you're looking at a set of very broad, uh, deep steps, kind of gradually going up to this doorway. There appears to be someone at the doorway, but, you know, there are all sorts of people, like, you know, coming up. And, and most of them, are, I, I would say, you know, seem to be elderly or some uh, have some sort of malady or something. So they're, they're obviously going to the temple for, for a reason. And none of them look to pose any sort of threat. It's not like they, they don't look like cultists or anything strange. They just look like ordinary, uh, townsfolk. Fine. Oh, fine. Does that mean pull, you're going up? Pull my cowl around my head and, <laughs> lead up the temple way to the main door. We look for the closest priest of Eltsik. Uh, or, or any priest. I don't care. Okay. Deep stones well, that would be strange. gradually lead you from the statue's cracked visage toward the massive double doors made from the strange white wood found only in the Ashwood Forest. You arrive at the doors just as an elderly couple are granted entry by a serious-looking young woman wearing the plate armor of the Arbiters of Keltron. Oh. Stop, strangers, and state your business. I'm here to see a priest. I need healing. <laughs> uh, she looks kind of uh, suddenly taken aback, like uh, like emotional, like she has to repress something very quickly. And... Um, and she says, we, we have no priests here, just disciples of justice. So do they heal? <laughs> no. <laughs> the sick, injured, and hungry are welcome here. We care for them and protect them as best we can. If you wait a moment, I can inquire inside and see if someone can speak to you. I'm sorry, I'm just a mere lictor. So my ability to aid you is limited. Well, I can heal. Uh, do, do they remove curses as well? She <laughs> looks and she's like, you better talk to someone. Sounds good. Uh, yes. So Get your manager. <laughs> <laughs> Karens. Bunch of Karens. Craigars. A <laughs> uh, bunch of Craigars. Uh, that's going to be the next meme, me putting a blonde wig on Craig R. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I like it. Uh, she turns and raps loudly on the pale door. It opens narrowly and you spy several other armored men and women inside. The young woman enters and the door closes quickly behind her. Minutes wow. pass and a small line of supplicants has formed behind your group. Most of them appear to be in rough shape, thin and frail, some with wet-sounding coughs and others being half-carried by more able-bodied friends and family members. Six you hear feet. the door. What? Said six feet. Six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people. Where are your masks? Um, uh, you're the cursed one. Just remember, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear the door open and a short, stout man exits. He wears green robes with a thick yellow fur collar. A gold pin of a fist holding balanced scales is the only other adornment. He scrutinizes you, as I'm sure you are scrutinizing him. Yes, we scrutinize each other. <laughs> He's, I how smile may I, broadly. How may I help you today? 
I need a priest who can remove a curse. Uh, he, pay. he too looks a little uh, strangely at you at that request. And he's, I'm surprised you don't know. The Baron had our priests executed before the uprising. We arbiters are all that's left of Keltron. I'm afraid that our talents lie elsewhere. Still, if there's something that we can do, tend a wound, or provide you with a meal or two, we are happy to do so. If you can point us to the local, the, the nearest priest who could help my friend's affliction, we would appreciate it. Yeah, a referral is fine. <laughs> right. Uh, if you need a cleric, I can tell you that at least one remains in High Cobble. He's an evasive old man, half blind, but devout from what I've heard. He follows Olandar, god of secrets, and that's nearly all I can tell you. I've seen him at the fountain some mornings, and I've managed to follow him all the way to the stairs at the foot of Bander's Leap, but I never see him come down again. Again, he's very evasive, which I guess is a prized trait for the god of secrets. Kind of his thing, yeah. Why was that? You said, I'm sorry, the fountain and the stairs, what? Bander's Leap. <laughs> Bander's Leap. So uh, Bander's yeah. Leap is uh, kind of the, the hill uh, that overlooks uh, Down Bottom, the poor district of the city, uh. um, kind of rises up, um, you know, sort of south of where you're at. Um, maybe not south. Uh, my directions are wrong. Um, but uh, I think west of where you're at. And um, so kind of overlooks the city a little bit, kind of the high point of the temple district. I, I, so do, do you know the this priest's name? I'm afraid I do not. I have never met the man, only heard tales of him since he is kind of a strange sight. Uh, most mornings can be found at the fountain, bathing himself. Um, and, uh, you know, the fact that he is blind also makes him stand out quite a bit. So much for secrets. He, yeah, yeah. So in this whole city, all you know about is one cleric that's left. <laughs> yeah, he, he tells you that they, uh, that uh, when... You know, and I don't know if you guys remember the kind of the notes that led up to us having our first episode. One of those notes was that he took the, the Baron took the priests of Keltron and had them executed, uh, which was kind of like one of the catalysts for this uprising. Um, yeah, we might have known that. And then we were thrown into a yeah. cell for the <laughs> time and... We had to share a bucket. And, I, I, I uh, did save all those notes, though. I do have them here. Do you really? Nice. I do. It's my prequel event notes file. Oh, you're you're good. So it sounds like <laughs> you're 
someone's going to, you're going to have to work. I have them tattooed on my back, Jerry. So I <laughs> even better all over your body. I can't yeah. read them. That's the problem. They're on my back. So that's uh, why I didn't remember it. You know, somehow you that them, makes me feel good. So inspiration for you too. <laughs> Did you put them backwards then? No. So then you could look in a mirror and I wasn't thinking. Them or? No. Oh man. You have to have a friend. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, I, I don't think there was anything really uh, important other than the fact that you guys had some knowledge that um, uh, the priests of Keltron. So just the priests, uh, Keltron, God of Justice, uh, has been very favorable to the slave cause and has always agitated um, for better treatment, uh, for freedom, for all kinds of stuff. And, uh, so they were sort of viewed as, uh, rabble rousers when things started going south in the city. Um, from the Baron's point of view, uh, he thought maybe a real strong show of force, you know, killing off all of the priests. And of course that backfired and, uh, just made people more upset. So, as far as this guy, and he introduces himself, his name is High Magistrate Baldrick Greylock. He tells you that, you know, as far as he is aware, uh, there are no clerics or priests that would be able to um, help you with something serious. Well, you should all start training. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, our talents lie elsewhere. Well, our mission lies elsewhere. Thank um, you for your assistance, High Magistrate. Should we have need of judgment, <laughs> we will you, return. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. Yeah. Hey, is this good or bad? <laughs> yeah, what do you think about this cloak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's great. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone feels better. Um, <laughs> Some good work you're doing there, Hyman. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and then he wants a donation afterwards. So, uh, so you guys are departing the Temple of Eldzik? Yeah, and I guess yeah. we're heading to the fountain. Yes. All right. So you march your way back down the steps, you know, uh, looking at this line that is formed of uh, you know, these people. And obviously there are, there are people suffering in the city. Um, you know, quite a large line is formed and you pass them by and people are staring at you, but uh, mostly they're afraid to, you know, make eye contact. And you work your way back down to the fountain. I'm, I mutter good luck to some of them on the way. Bye. Okay. Give good them luck. a flash them a smile. I will smile and wave and bid good cheer to all that I pass. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll avert my gaze. <laughs> and uh, you guys make your way back down the hill to the fountain. So uh, the fountain is. Do we, pa- do we pass the... the fountain on the way? Yeah, kind of. You didn't like go up to it, but. <laughs> 
it's kind of in the the center of this loop. Uh, there's a series of gardens and things, um, you know, in the middle of the the roadway that loops around the temple area here. And uh, um, it's at the center of those gardens. There's a large fountain. It can be seen from most places uh, on the road. And, uh, you know, that's where... Baldrick says that he saw this this cleric uh, several mornings. So we so we we get there and we are standing with this fountain. <laughs> yep, I guess. Are there other people around? Um, you don't see too many people around. Uh, you do see, you know, a few stragglers, people walking towards the Temple of Elzik, but uh, um, not many people around the fountain. Um, you know, nobody right there at the fountain with you. I think we should inspect the fountain for clues. The priest is blind, and yet he finds his way here every morning. This is the god of secrets, after all. It's a good point. Mm. But he did say that he followed him to the foot of Bander's Leap. So, yes, I, I would say first, just look around briefly. Mm-hmm. But then head towards Bender's Leap. Okay. So I start looking and catch my reflection in the water. <laughs> All right. I inspect it closely. I will search the outside of the fountain basin and look for, I don't know, hidden caches or anything, loose stones, little notes sitting under crystal balls, anything like that. Arrows. Look for arrows. That would be great. <laughs> So you uh, you poke around and, and you don't see a whole lot. Uh, some overgrown, you know, bushes and, you know, flower beds and things like that that were uh, haven't been tended um, for a while. Um, stuff like that. Lots of foot traffic has come through here. By the gods. Look at this. Why did none of you tell me my hair was this messy? <laughs> I thought that was your look. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. The high magistrate saw me like this. <laughs> I'll fill my canteens. Okay. Yes, the water is running. Um, you know, there's a little uh, bit of uh, frost on the edges of the fountain. Um, but uh, other than that, it uh, looks like cool, clean water. Okay, that's great. I'm ready to move on. Okay. If we feel like we've exhausted this, uh, I don't know, whatever's here. I mean, is there a building nearby in case we have to spend the night and try and find them in the morning that we could? Uh, Not that you know of. Uh, You could go stay in the temple, and there are plenty of empty temples around that you certainly could stay in. Well, how far are we from Madame Tuvari's? No, I don't want to go back there because then she's going to harass us again. I want to be right here by the <laughs> temple, by the fountain. Huh. I will sleep by the fountain if I have to. But it would be so much cozier back with Graham Graham. Go, you see Graham Graham. I stay by the fountain. But first we go to the leap. <laughs> okay. So you walk over to Ben. I don't know what you have against her. Nothing. We're just busy right now. She's uh, a sweet, old, lonely oh. woman. 
I just walk away from him because he is annoying. <laughs> he, needs, he needs more biscuits. So um, you guys walk over to the uh, Bander's Leap area and you'll find a set of stairs carved into the mountain, uh, kind of meandering their way up. Um, apparently, you know, back and forth, you don't know how many steps there are, but there are a lot of steps winding their way up this hillside. Shall we count the steps? I think that's a good job for you. Let's go. Of course. Okay. Count the steps as we walk up them. Uh, so you count, start counting the count steps. up to 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Uh, <laughs> just count how many 12s you get to. and There you go. There you go. Um, so you follow these meandering I, I, steps. I can't count more than 12, 12. <laughs> right. And you, uh, lose track after a while. Uh, there are lots of steps, actually 3,260 steps. <laughs> wow. With a small rest area about halfway up. And you see there's a stone bench, uh, for people to rest. Obviously this is quite a trek for a lot of uh, folks. And uh, so there's a little rest area there. Uh, but I take it you guys are climbing your way to the top. Oh, no, I'm no, going to gonna... investigate this rest area. Yes, absolutely. We got to okay. look for clues. Um, and, and rest. And rest. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, there is a bench, a stone bench, that's kind of carved into like a little retaining wall. And you see it has uh, some different symbols and things carved on it for the gods and that sort of thing. Um, you know, very ornate, uh, very large. Um, and um, it's about it. All Is there of, a symbol for Olander? Uh, you don't see a symbol for Olandar. That's strange. We yeah, look well, underneath the bench. Uh, it's there's really nothing to look at since it's kind of built into the um, wall. There's no there's no underneath of the bench. I guess we look around the bench. Okay, <laughs> look around the bench. Uh, we widen the search in a spiral, <laughs> Jerry. Uh, Grid I'll, pattern. I'll stop and enjoy the view and catch breeze. Okay, uh, you probably have the best. The best perception of us all. Why are you not helping us? Are we alone then? I don't think anything's by the bench. Are there people walking up this or this is just us? No, there's there's nobody walking up it. No. Okay. Why does anybody want to do this? I don't know. But he climbs this that we think he's climbing this. Mm-hmm. I will uh, do like a little... Like say some whisper, some stuff, and then I will uh, turn into a mastiff. Uh, okay, and I will try to pick up a scent. Alrighty. Um, you do smell the scent of people. <laughs> Uh, a variety of scents uh, kind of around this bench. Um, also going up the stairs, um, further up the stairs. Some of the scents are the same. Some uh, some don't 
Uh, some just start at the stairs like they didn't stop at the bench, perhaps. Um, but yeah, lots, lots of sense. Okay. Um, is there anything that's fresher than others? Um, that would be standing out. Maybe if I was to, to go up, if it's rained or anything in the last time, I would imagine that scents that would be newer and older. Yes. Uh, most of the scents, uh, that you are, uh, finding, um, are very faint. Um, the old man smell <laughs> tiger bomb and butterscotch. <laughs> I see. Hot. Uh, so you, uh, um, <laughs> you do smell a, you know, uh, more of a, what you would associate with a male scent and okay. one that's uh, a little more on the feminine side. Um, uh, that seem a little bit stronger than the rest. I'm going to pick up the uh, the male, the, the one with a little bit higher testosterone smell, and uh, kind of just get my tail up, look back at back at I don't know anybody or everybody, but I look back at you at Alar. What's and that, Brokos? Just point towards you know, and then put my nose to the ground and start following it. Um, they're both of those scents. Uh, obviously have spent time around this bench. Mm-hmm. Both of them have also uh, gone up the steps farther. Okay. So around the bench, I'll smell, and then I'll kind of follow it up the steps and keep going. All right. So you continue your climb up Bander's Leap. Um, at the very top, when you finally do arrive, you are greeted with this amazing view of the city. Uh, parts of it are, you know, covered in mist and clouds and fog and things like that. But uh, below, um, spread out before you is the area known as Down Bottom. Uh, even though it is one of the poorest areas of the city, you know, from here, it just, you know, it's just a beautiful sight. Um, and there is a small square building uh, in front of you, kind of right at the edge of this uh, end of this hill that uh, sort of forms into a cliff. And uh, th- there's a door in front of you on this building. Are both scents going into there? Yeah. Okay. We should check it out. Okay. Good so boy. You- no, no, no. Let's leave now. We have some good exercise. We're good. Um, and we had this view. Uh, what else do we need? So you walk up to the door. Tris is a little sharp today, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's had two weeks to uh, build up to this. So um, you go up to the, the door. It's not locked or anything. You know, you can just open it. And okay, uh, I would like to listen in first before anybody yeah, has. I'll do the same. Okay. So you think you hear kind of, you know, you can hear the whistling of the wind and some other stuff um, going on. And it it sort of sounds like the door has a little, you know, vibration to it. Um, But you're not sure why that is, if it's wind or not, but you don't hear anything other than that. Nothing inside. Not that you can tell. Um, I'll knock. Okay. You knock and it sounds like strangely 
um, like it, like it, uh, resonated strangely, uh, through the building. I will pause and kind of listen to that resonation and then I'll knock again, paying more, more attention to it. And I will ask Elar to, is, does he sense any magical energies here? You mean besides my compelling presence? Yes, besides <laughs> that. No. I, I can't detect magic. So that's not <laughs> <laughs> the only person who can detect magic is a dog right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry that I can't do everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was poor planning on your part. Uh, <laughs> Rokos, get it dog. together. At some level, <laughs> at some level, I'll be able to. And I just pout. I just get down and give you those eyes. Aww. I hope you feel bad. Oh, poor and puppy! I scratch your ear. Uh, okay. Just drool coming from my jowls, by the way. Yeah. At a tense level, I'll shake it off. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm feeling wary. So after after the second round of knocking, I'm going to call out, "Hello." I'm seeking the priest of Olandar. We are bearing secrets of this city. Ooh, that is very good. Thank you. Wow, Elar's good for something. (laughs) How dare you, woman? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like the new Triss, by the way. Yeah, yeah, this is good. (laughs) This is good. So yeah, you nothing nothing happens. Just the howling of the wind, the sound of uh, occasional uh, spatters of sleet or rain on the side of the structure. All right, okay. I think we just we just go in. All right, so yeah. is, there, is it just a door handle? Yep. Does it look locked? Nope, it is not locked. You should inspect it closely. No, I just barge in. <laughs> I, I know you do, but I was hoping our. So, uh, yeah, I was just crouching to look, and then she just, like, goes inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Tris. The door flies open, um, and what you are greeted with is just more of the city. There is no far wall on this structure, which is why it sounded strange when you knocked on the door. Mm. It kind of reverberated around and, you know, came back to you. Um, so it's only has walls on three sides and uh, it just <laughs> drops off a cliff. Uh, the only other thing that you can find in here is a small plaque that's uh, around the corner from the door. And that plaque reads, first choose wisdom and knowledge will come after the rest. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm generally lacking in both. So yeah. Yeah. I do not know. So the, the plaque is inside of this three walled structure that's next to the cliff. Yeah. If you guys, uh, you uh, townies, want to roll, um, you might know some some more information about this. What am I rolling? History. Yeah, history. I rolled a thirteen. I got an eight. <laughs> uh, 
so I'll say, Tris, you know, this area is kind of, uh, you know, there, there's a kind of a romanticized story of these two lovers that were from different, uh, different worlds, you know, very Romeo and Juliet. And they made their way up this hill and, you know, swore their love. And then they leaped, uh, off the edge together since they couldn't be together. Um, they wanted to be together in the afterlife and, uh, it's called Bander's Leap. Was one of them named Bander? Mm, or maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, do I get the same smell inside here? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, let's you know, go this- look over the edge. Okay. So you go look over the edge um, the smell is definitely not as uh, strong here, um, but there are far fewer other scents up here. Um, definitely uh, the, the, the two that you were following, Brokos, um, are the strongest uh, remaining in the room. I'm, I'm going to study. I'm going to see if the plaque moves. And then I'm just going to search the three walls and the floor for anything hidden. Okay. So the plaque does have a little bit of a wobble to it, um, but it's uh, it's enough that you can sort of pry it a little bit away from the wall and see that there's really nothing behind it, no mechanism. You're just kind of pulling out some of the... Just destroying the property. Yeah, vandalizing things right now. All right. Well, the Um, wise thing to do would be not to jump off the mountain. So we've already (laughs) done that. Uh, yep. This plaque is very disappointing. So, Uh, is there anything you know, like a a small rock that I can try throwing against (laughs) or off the third wall? A biscuit. Oh, a biscuit. No, I ate those biscuits. (laughs) They're gone. They're all gone. Did you really eat the biscuits? Yeah, I really ate the biscuits. Joffrey's not getting any biscuits. No. I'm not going to give that guy any biscuits. I did not earn those biscuits. I thought that maybe we would, like, share them all later or something. Well, uh, yeah, I I figured we were all eating them. But, you know, (laughs) I was not joking when I said I opened up the biscuits. All right. Minute on the lips, Alar. Yep. Lifetime on the hips. All right. Any, uh, so, yeah, I'm looking for something that I can kind of throw and just see what happens. Uh, okay. So, yeah, you can find a rock. Uh, it's a pretty rocky hill, and you can toss it off the edge, and you hear it kind of uh, bounce and clatter its way down the hill on the other side. Okay. So, like, there's no sure that would be illusion, or it's just, like, straight up, I'm throwing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are there any signs of like where maybe uh, ropes have been strung over the side and maybe caused, I don't know. Wear? Yes. Wear on the rock or any signs where, where pitons have been hammered in or anything like that to indicate people maybe have been scaling down from here? Uh, nothing that you can see. Um I'm going to transform back into Brokos and cast Detect Magic. Okay. So you transform uh, back into your humanoid self and cast Detect Magic. And you detect 
nothing in this area. Mm. Everything I just seems to be the... as it appears. I still smell their scent here. Someone sent a man and a woman, and then it dis- kind of disappears off. I mean, just once it's up here, I would imagine that unless it was a humanoid scent, I wouldn't be really to pick up like a ghostly scent. Um, I just find it. So it says first, choose wisdom, choose wisdom and knowledge will come next or last. Uh, let me see. First choose wisdom and knowledge will come after the rest. After the rest. What are the rest? Yeah. First choose wisdom and then knowledge will come after the rest. Um, I mean, it could literally be rest. Uh, That's exactly what I was about to say. Maybe we're just supposed to sleep now. Or a short rest. We could take a short rest. Uh, I might just try sleeping. Wow. Yeah, okay, let's rest. I'm just wondering, as far as first choose wisdom and after the rest, there was a resting bench down there, correct? Yes. There is like a rest area, yeah. So wisdom as far as the uh, priest signs, right? So we should look for uh, something shortly after that. Knowledge. Look around the bench. Knowledge will come after the rest. After the rest. Is this the knowledge? But we have to choose (laughs) wisdom. I think it has to do with the bench. Okay. With all of the the symbols of the gods carved on it. Okay. (laughs) That's a good, I mean, it's a good lead. Yeah. I just but think they, that this this plaque means something very, you know, it's obviously here for a reason. <laughs> the, the DM wouldn't place it here for no reason at all. Correct. You, you really never know. You really uh, don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, if so, it might be a fun wild goose chase. Yeah, you might want to transform back into a mastiff and just chase uh, a whale for a while. That might be just yeah. as productive. <laughs> And I will tell you, you guys are way off my script from where I thought you were going to be. <laughs> Don't count on me having any sort of like master plan at this point. Good. We got to keep you out of your comfort. So there's no magic up here. So I just, this third wall, it is, it's just, why would they put up three walls and not? And is there a roof? Is there actually like a, a ceiling to this or? Yeah. Yeah, there actually is. Okay. It's a, you know, I, I suppose it's like a little sheltered. I mean, the, the weather in the city is, is not terrific. Um, so it's a, it's a sheltered little place, uh, especially up here where it gets windy that people can come and, and maybe it's a spot where lovers come, you know, to spend time together and think about how romantic it was that these two threw themselves <laughs> to their deaths. Uh, what, what if it, what, okay, what if it means like you rest here? Yeah. Like if we were to spend the night, like, <laughs> actually sleep and then it's something, okay. Sorry, I was really looking at that plaque. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a better idea from Gregor. Is that what you're trying to get? <laughs> My ideas always sound better once I say them loud. Uh. He's bugbear splaining. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you know what we should do? <laughs> no, Tris. I never knew that you were. Take a rest here. Uh, it could be something at night. Yeah, the, the bench might be worth trying to figure out a little bit more. The knowledge comes after the rest. It's just the wisdom first, and the, the knowledge comes after rest. Just kind of seems like maybe a play on words. Um, there's nothing from when we look over the town from here. There's nothing significant that stands out, right, from this view. Uh, not, not really. Um, lots of small structures down below. Um, you know, you, you, you've been to down bottom at least once or passed by at least once, I'm sure. Uh, and the people that grew up here know it very well. And it's, uh, you know, very narrow streets, small buildings, small structures, are there any any symbols of Olandar up here? No, I mean you don't even really know what the symbols yeah. of Olandar would be. We don't know what we'd be looking for. Gotcha. Do we know that we don't know any? I suppose no one's got really like a religious background to know what the different symbols. If like this is the god of wisdom, and this is the god of knowledge, this is the god of no, because we don't have a cleric in our party. Oh, we're looking for one. Yeah. <laughs> Once you find this guy, he'll be able to tell you what this all means. <laughs> so um, I am going to make myself comfortable in one of the corners and uh, take a short nap. Okay. While they're doing whatever they're doing. That's what yeah. I Chris don't care. <laughs> this is a lot of steps. I'm going to take a is, is there anywhere else to go? Like if he was seen coming up this way and this leap is at the top, is there like another trail that leads down into the, uh, you know, on the other side into down bottom, like another set of stairs that lead down the other side? Uh, it's a pretty steep cliff. Yeah, no, that, that way would be, you know, probably would require, you know, ropes or whatever uh, to get down. It's pretty steep. Uh, pretty rugged. And even on this side, um, the steps, uh, would appear to be the only way, especially, you know, you're talking about a, you know, old blind person trying to navigate their way up, um, and then go off. Obviously, uh, he's able to get around since he goes to the fountain every day. Um, uh, very capable, uh, but you know, going off the path, there doesn't seem to be a path. There doesn't. So seem that was the question. So, if anybody who would, you know, previously back when things were normal, right, wanted to come up and see Banders leap, they they go up the stairs, they check it out, and then they go back down. Like there is no nothing else to see up here. Yeah, there there's you know kind of a little worn area around the outside, um, where obviously people have kind of wandered and taken in the view. Um, without going into the building, but beyond that, it's pretty rugged, pretty steep, pretty rocky, and uh, not very hospitable for, you know, I guess, except for the the most extreme sort of uh, outdoorsy type people. I mean, it seems like a decently, you know, safe place to camp then. Yeah, there's definitely not going to be anyone able to I'm sneak sure up on you a sleepwalker yeah never know 
<laughs> guys are uh, deep in thought. No, I'm sleeping. Okay, yeah. Chris is. I, I will rest as well. Okay. Yes. All right, well, so, I guess we're going to stay here, so I'll throw the take a short and... Take a short rest, and then I'll have Kragar wake up Triss, because I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, you guys take a short rest. Uh, the time passes uneventfully. Um, wind picks up for a little while, dies down a little bit later, sort of the typical uh, Vadrigan weather pattern uh, throughout the day. And uh, you hear nothing else, see nothing else. And I don't suddenly feel like wiser or more knowledgeable or... Not unless you dreamt about something. Yeah. Inspired. No. Feel a little more rested. Well, let's. We we know it's here now. Let's make our way down. Check out the bench on the way down, and then get to Old Town for the night. Well, it's only like noon, right? Oh yeah. We spent our morning walking up. Yeah, it's probably uh, after your rest. I would say it's noon or a little after. But so, you don't know what the trip to Old Town's going to be like, or. Well, I don't want to go to Old Town tonight. I want to camp out and find this priest in the morning. If he comes every day to the fountain, that is where I want to be this morning because I do not want to deal with a rat folk bugbear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is this so? So you have four days starting this morning, Craigar. Uh, I I've slept three nights since getting bed. That's what I'm counting. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Well, while we're waiting, though, we can check out the bench and then come back up. Not yes, just the, not just the bench, but right. the area, yeah. the, the stairs after, after the bench. After the, the bench. Stairs, yeah. Yes, just okay. in case, because I don't know if they're talking which direction. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, so just to be clear, uh, the high magistrate did not say he saw this old man every day. Just saw him a couple of times. Oh, but he saw him and going up the stairs, right? That's what the yep. what he said. Uh, so like one time he managed to follow him up the stairs or to the stairs and he never never came back down. Maybe that happened, you know, once or twice. He was intrigued, but uh you know, this uh high magistrate seemed like a very regimented sort of person. Yeah, it wasn't relevant to justice, so you know. Yep. <laughs> so these so, stairs just are winding down. I mean, are there are places along the way where we could have gone that's off what, the path, exactly, and, and just like seems like there's a good view. How open? Like, can we see the the stairs like looking down, or is there obstructions? Um, are there trees? Uh, you know, what is the what does the terrain look like? Is there some place that we could have? Missed. Um, definitely could be because obviously, you know, that many stairs gets pretty monotonous. And so um, you weren't really looking for it on your way up. I would say in general, you can't recall anything specific that stood out 
Um, and as you look down, trying to refresh your memory, you see, you know, you can catch glimpses of the stairs as it meanders through the hills and goes back down. And there isn't really any spot that stands out as, oh, yeah, there was a path or there was a flat area or there was, you know, a cave or anything that would be really useful or uh, stand out to your mind. But, but we're talking it would about be well hidden. Yes, because it's secrets, right? The God of secrets. Right. Yep. So... So it can't be obvious. So now we need to be more thorough. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're heading back down. Tris and, and Ayla gonna... are, are finally in agreement. This is fantastic. <laughs> We're going to make this a thing. It's going to be awesome. And you guys make your way back down, paying close attention to everything. Yes. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll a uh, perception since you are all looking um i am going to uh turn into my not a beast shape but actually use my um my racial shape shifting because then i will get advantage on this stuff okay go for it i got an 18 i got the 17 nice good job guys <laughs> Nothing from Craig. Craig, are, are you I just say twenty-four? <laughs> you're checked out. What's going on, Rogue? I I'm rolling really terrible today. So <laughs> apparently he's so distracted. He keeps like filling his teeth to see if they're longer and like little itches. <laughs> oh and, like, god! Like how? Oh. I am is running out. <laughs> I got uh, twenty-four. Nice. Wow. Uh, okay. I, I got a six, so it's not really gonna. Oh. Um. You manage to make your way down. Uh, you don't notice anything obvious on the path, but you do notice there's a little section um, near the side of the steps where there's, there's like a little uh, dent in a rather soft bit of soil that maybe leads you to believe, you know, there are a couple of little marks there and then there's one like little dent um, you don't know why, but it makes you think like, oh, somebody maybe was using a, a cane to come up here and kind of uh, accidentally tap this side of the, you know, was making this turn here. And so you do get the sense that this is the person, that the scent that you were following uh, the the male scent that you were following definitely could be this blind cleric. Definitely could be. <laughs> <laughs> no <Definitely> promises. <laughs> um, okay. It's absolutely possibly that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it just we verified that it could be it that it could definitely be him. Uh, you. Have a strong feeling that you okay. are on the right path. Uh, one to ten. Look at eight. All the evidence is... Okay. I will say that out loud, sounding as confident as I can. <laughs> I mean, are you saying that, that this trail like, leads off or that he just stepped off there? 
No, it's kind of it's kind of where the the stairs start to turn, and there's a bit of soil that's uh, right next to the uh, that edge, and it you know you can suppose uh, that uh, somebody who is blind and maybe gets around with a cane uh, makes that turn and has tapped that a few times uh, with their cane, uh, left marks. Well, I'm gonna. Th- put my nose to the ground because you know i still even i'm I'm a part badger now so i have advantage on those um do i i mean as odd as it looks do, do, do i pick up a set that's off of this then can i can i maybe go off that turn then um well it it just follows the stairs back down oh. back up back down okay so the but the so since he had you t- you told us that you had these scents. Does yeah. that scent? Did it go all the way to the top? It yeah. did into it did. the house there, but it was fainter up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just confirming yeah. to you that this was that was probably the wild goose chase. <laughs> that you're probably following the right person's scent. Okay, this so is this is probably the guy. <laughs> so let's see if we can see where else this scent takes us once we get down the mountain. Okay. You can do that. Which which is fine. I, I guess what I'm taking from that is that this guy does go all the way up to the top. And why would he do that unless we're just missing something at the top? Like That's my concern. I, I don't yes. know how we're missing it, but like maybe that maybe he has a hidey hole up there that we just can't find. So yes, we are clearly missing something. So should we just go camp at the top and wait and hope he pops out of a hole and <laughs> wait for four days, or do we just go sit by the fountain and hope he comes to take a bath? Uh, I, yeah, I and think if it we're takes go, four days, then we don't have to I mean, worry about I, the guy. I, I, I'm feeling like that we're not going to find the secret hole. So where, like, where do we want to wait? You know, lay and wait for him. Well, I tracked him up to that home, so he has that. I tracked that scent that is probably most likely him. All the way up to the top, right? And, and but we didn't see any signs of like like a camp there. There was no fire ring. Or anything. There was no magic. So some old blind guy. He's not gonna. I had originally thought that maybe you just stepped off the side, and it was just it was not actually what you saw there was what actually. And 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 you know that. But he tried that. <laughs> well, but, then, but you said you didn't detect any magic, though. No, he did. No, I, I mean, didn't. he tried. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, yeah I didn't detect anything. So I would I would imagine if there was some kind of teleportation or some kind of window that it would be picked up. <laughs> so I guess from a from a safety perspective, why don't we? I mean, I think we should just go camp in the little three walled house that way nobody can mess with us, and maybe yeah. we'll just keep a guard and hopefully he appears. That's a great idea, Tris. Are you good with that? I, I mean, where do you where do you where do you want to go? That's what time. we are. We had. I think we went down the stairs, check it out, and then we were going to we're back camp at the rest overnight. Area. Yeah, yeah. We, then we're going to actually go back up and camp there and get, like overnight. Maybe like Tris said, catch him in the morning, or at least see something. Or I, I don't know. I, I don't Today's know at this point. Leg day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I hope you call this episode Wild Goose Chase. 
Uh, <laughs> I really should. I really should. I wish there was an actual goose. Uh, All for you, Craigar. <laughs> <laughs> Just had no, to turn into I, I got the band name for next episode now. It's, yeah. it's good. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, you guys, I've heard a number of options here. One is camp on top of the hill. Mm. One is wait down below by the fountain. Um, you still could obviously go and, you know, take shelter in one of the temples or in the temple of Eldzik and, you know, have the protection of the arbiters perhaps, or you could, um, you know, go to old town and try to find Joffrey while you're waiting. All those sorts of things could happen. Option five, we go back to Graham Grams. Yeah. Or Graham Grams. That was or some more biscuits. Too. I, I guess at this point, um, I mean, if we go to Old Town and get this, follow this Joffrey, we know where this is, but uh, um, like what on the list of priorities right now, what is the top? Well, we've interrupted the secret messages and we have intel, which we haven't bothered reading apparently. Yeah, we need to read those. <laughs> So, I mean, our mission is to hunt this guy down and rough him up. Other than that. <laughs> That's our mission? Other than that, it sounds like Craigar has four days until we have to deal with, you know, something we may not want to deal with. Right. Yeah. I mean, you guys can, uh, you can, you know, do something um, that you, that you know you need to do, uh, or you can take a shot roll the dice and wait and hope that something happens. Totally your call. I mean, one thing we didn't really do is that now that you've, you've seen the track here with the little cane, cane mark, mm-hmm. could we try tracking at the top to see if look for more cane a little marks. cane mark goes somewhere yeah. that we just can't, mm-hmm. you know, maybe didn't see before. I think, um, you know, I, probably would have said something when Brokos was in master form at the top if he detected it led off anywhere. But so I don't think you need to do that again. Well, <laughs> you can. <laughs> you may have a great bugbear splanation. Let's take that clue and not do that. So, yeah. so, so uh, this is my, I would vote for this. Let's just try to just pull this bandaid off and get this done and go up, spend the night up there to try to find him, read the messages, get a little bit more acclimated okay. with that. And okay. then just find out from there in the morning. Then if that point, then we can maybe do a little bit more investigation down with the rest of the, I mean, we can check the other temples because just because, they're evacuated doesn't mean there's someone secretly there. Because is there a temper, temple of Olander? Uh, yeah, you, you don't even Wait, know. Have, have we checked there? I mean, well, it could be. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. assuming that's what we're looking for right now. There's but, a big neon sign that said, uh, God of secrets. Secrets here. Secrets here. <laughs> 
like that's what Temple of Ilo not exactly being a temple, you know? Right, so. right. And, and, and so, so is, that, is that maybe what this three-walled structure is? It's secretly the Temple of Olander. It would be, uh, you know, hidden in plain sight sort of thing. So that's my vote. Well, I'm going to tell you what. You guys are going to have some time to think about this. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's where we're going to end this episode. Oh my God. I spent a half hour trying to figure out oh, what we're going to do. So I think, smart, a, I think a half hour is uh, maybe not, doesn't quite cover it, but <laughs> this is one of those like, candy episodes where you're like, God. Please just you so know, figure it out. <laughs> Give me a hint. Uh, so. In real time, that was four hours, guys. That was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you guys learned a lot. You totally corrupted my hands. <laughs> you you've got some clues now, and uh, we'll let we'll let that uh, stew for a while, and come back next time. I would like to point out, really, before we leave, when Craigar said that we're going to rough him up, that's an odd way that he read between um, Gam Gam's line, the line which was saying. <laughs> I think so, I mean, packs that on yeah, to everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I think our mission is not in line with Gam Gam's. It's in line, <laughs> no. It's in line with. Uh, no. Uh, Let's go back to Gam Gam's. I hope you're listening. all here at the end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, good job, guys. Uh, not quite what you expected. Nope. But there's not what you expected. There. There, the clues are there. <laughs> Definitely not what I expected, but. Uh, uh, we will let you think about it and come back next time. Oh, all right. Until then. Well, you come back. It'll be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I promise we'll find some answers. We'll, we'll figure this out. It might take four or five more episodes, but yeah, we'll that's, get there. That's cool. That's the key. Uh, <laughs> until next time, take care, guys. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.